Welcome back to Art Moves, the podcast. I'm Dr. Regina Newhan, and as always, I'm here with Major Dwight Smith. Hey, Dwight. What's happening? How's everybody doing? Welcome to Art Moves Midwest. We are in the house. And today, we have a local Kansas City visual artist, Brittany Noriega. For someone who might be called an emerging artist, she is really making her mark. Welcome, Brittany. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Well, let me ask you a little bit about your background. You're from Kansas City, but how did you get interested in art and what path did you take? So I am I am from Kansas City. I was born here, um, but I actually moved um, when I was five. I was in a military family, which Dwight obviously is familiar with, and we traveled the world for seven or eight years and then uh, landed in South Dakota where I went to school and we lived there for 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So you're really from South Dakota. So yes, I'm really from South Dakota. Yeah. Your formative years were in South Dakota. Yes. Yeah. It was wonderful. My first kind of venture into the art world as far as careers go was um, I became a tattoo artist while I lived there. So I did an apprenticeship for about two years, tattooed, and then the the tattoo shop was passed down to me. So I owned a shop for for about seven years. And did you have artistic tendencies before that time, or did that kind of spark your interest in visual art? Um, Art is kind of the only thing that's always made sense to me. Um, So so I went to school for art, I was always in art classes growing up and, um, you know, did all the advanced AP art-related classes and courses, really, really dove in once I became a tattoo artist. So it did kind of help leapfrog you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Into this this wonderful career that you now have. And, um, you know, you and I have talked earlier about the fact that you have two wonderful children now, and they are interested in art at least experience a little bit of art every day don't they they do every single day it's kind of the norm in our house to do something artistic um it's almost like our our free time you know it's just kind of what we do so drawing painting etc etc that's great uh for kids to have that experience at such an early age did you have anybody in your family when you were growing up who was somewhat artistic i did um my my mom and uh, my dad were both artists. Um, my grandmother, who who's from Kansas City or lived in Kansas City, she was an artist, and my grandpa was a woodworker. So my grandpa oh. would make these amazing wooden sculptures for my grandma, who would paint them and then go to markets throughout Kansas City and sell them. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she was really my major inspiration Um, As a little kid, I would come back and visit and just watch them make these things together and go sell them. And it was really amazing to see. So as you developed a stronger interest in creating visual art after your tattoo experience, how did you gravitate towards graphite, which seems to be your most common form of art these days? What was the path there? Yeah, um, graphite and drawing in general, they're really uh, kind of my anchor. Um, And that I think comes from tattooing and just being in that world so much. It's the first tool we use. It's the first thing we go to. Um, It's how we develop ideas. 
Um, and not just in tattooing, I think in, in, in all art forms, there's, there's that initial sketch and that initial drawing. And that's just kind of what I'm most drawn to. Yeah. That's the genesis of so much visual art, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That initial sketch and drawing. Yeah. I started painting. I've done oils and acrylics and I love them. I love everything, but I'm just always drawn right back to the pencil and kind of been exploring and and pushing myself, seeing how far I can go, how technical I can get, how big I can get these drawings. Um, it's a lot of fun. Brittany, I, di- I did want to ask you, um, you do have a background in sociology and psychology. How does that impact the subject matter of your work? You know, I noticed you do a lot of uh, nature subject matter, botanicals and human form. How does that all connect? I'm actually um, finishing my psychology degree right now um, because I never had the chance to, you know, back in like 2005. Um, But I'm always so interested in why we as humans do what we do. Our decisions, our behavior, um, I'm just in love with the idea of studying that and, and researching like how even artwork affects our brain activity and Um, how that can change our behavior. So all of my drawings and artworks and paintings are kind of around that. Um, And I just use usually the the female form because that's what I connect with the most, I think. Sure. So a lot of my, my work in the past few years has been studying my past experiences. Um, So I use the female form representing myself, but I also have tried to leave identifying features out to hopefully connect with other viewers. That's a great point. Um, The nature is just something I love. We're always growing and changing, and and so is the world, and so is nature. So combining those two just makes me feel good. See, Brittany. I, I gotta hit you up. Tell me about Core, because Core is a gem for the listeners that don't know about Core. Um, you know, right now we're talking about Brittany's practice, but Brittany has this fantastic zine that um, she's putting out there on the streets. You know, Kansas City, the Midwest. If if y'all aren't familiar with it, or if y'all have an opportunity to see it, check out her zine. It's called Core. I love it. <laughs> I loved it from day one. I was like, yes. That's what I'm you talking about. You have been that, there that. since day one. Yes, I appreciate it. <laughs> that's like that's like guerrilla arts. I like how you are, <laughs> you know, a very fresh on the message, just reaching out with 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 um, realistic viewpoints and problems that I think people tend to focus on. You know, if they were from Kansas City, you know, things that you know people in the big art world might not focus on. But I guarantee you, if you go to every city. Things that you're talking about in core happening in those cities. So tell me what 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 led you to starting core? What what made you say, hey, I need to I need to flip this and, and write about this? So core is um, a small art zine yeah. that I started in 2021. Um, I find local artists and I interview them, ask them questions about their life and their background. Very similar to this podcast. Yeah, hey. And then I just show off some of their artwork. Um, And we've done a lot of different um, articles, opinion pieces, all kinds of of really fun local stuff. Um, And it's- Yo, your cover cover game is strong. (laughs) Thank you. The the core covers, I I got a collection. I mean, y'all can't see it, but I'm holding them up right now. Yeah, I gotta get you the newest one. I gotta gotta drop it off. 
you got to give me the new one, but your cover game on Core is strong. What is it like to, you know, to put out Core? What, what, you know, beyond what compelled you, but what is it like? I mean, I see you do interviews. I see that you, you're, you're covering what's happening, but, you know, Core has a, a different feeling than a lot of the art things that I've read locally. What is it? You know, what are you doing or what are you specifically looking for, you know, that you're trying to say, hey, pay attention to this? I think it a lot of it comes from when I was growing up in, in South Dakota, um, we didn't have the opportunities and stuff that we have here uh, as artists or creatives or writers. Um, it's just such a small town vibe and such a conservative uh, and judgmental place, I think. And so a lot of us growing up had that do it ourself mentality. Uh, if we don't see something that we like, we create it. Um, and so when I moved here, I was so blown away by all the opportunities uh, that are here for artists and all the different things. But especially in the tattoo scene and that kind of subculture, we had zines all over because people couldn't get their voices out in the Rapid City Journal or, you know, whatever newspapers there are or whatever music scene there was, um, we had zines and we we did it ourselves and we put it out ourselves. So coming to Kansas City, I didn't see like a lack of support or a lack of, of zines. You know, we have the zine con here, but I wanted to combine like my love of art and, and my love of zines and that, that DIY feel and see what happened. How many issues have you had so far? June. June will be eight, and that will be our two-year mark. Ooh, yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. You mentioned the ZineCon. What is that? The KC ZineCon is a, it's like a, a little convention. Well, it's actually a really big convention um, for zine makers and comic makers and, and all that kind of art form. Um, everybody wow. gets together and sells their stuff and sells their comics and stickers and you know it's just a really fun kind of different convention you can find anything in there when is ZineCon when is it you know I can't tell you I'm not sure it sounds like it might coincide with the comic-con might I think it's at least around the same time they paused for the pandemic and so I, this last year was the first one coming back into it. But okay, okay. It's interesting for me to get involved with things like that and core mm -hmm. because core is free. So it's like, I just mm -hmm. give all my stuff away <laughs> the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you able to do that? Because a lot of folks out there are like, hey, this is a quality production. I know this costs some cheese. What's up? How do you do that? I know aside being a fellow Charlotte Street grant, Rocket yeah. Grant recipient, you know, core, art moves together. Um, how are you resourcing this? Because I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of zines. As a collector, I, that's how I, I sneak away and I find that, you know, the real early talent before the rest of the gang is because zines, you know, San Francisco had a strong zine, um, mm -hmm. just culture. So uh, you were seeing them you, by default. You couldn't even avoid them in like in big cities. You're like, man, these things are people like yeah, leaving yeah. stacks and take one. And, you know, some of them were like crazy to the left, crazy, crazy to the right, crazy to the middle. I mean, hey, I was like, man, this person must not even be from Earth who made this zine. So, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I seen some crazy ones. You're like, wow, but those are the ones that drew you, drew you in. That was, that's scary. But um, how do you resource something like this? I mean, you know, because you, you got some great interviews moving around. Um, then you, you know, it's high quality. I mean, 
Thank you. You know, very Thank nice paper. You know, it, it shows the art well. So speak on how you resourced it, you know, for those folks out there that want to get a zine started, how you do it. You know, um, it started all out of pocket and that was fine. It was, you know, it's it's a, a labor of love. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, I really wanted to do it. And so I just jumped in. And at first it was just a lot of out of pocket expenses. Mm -hmm. um, I ordered a lot of different pretend copies from um, a lot of different places to try and find the right look that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just did a lot of fundraising right off the bat. And I said, hey, I reached out to some people. I said, hey, I have this idea, you know, and I did little art prints for money and, and save, just saved up a bunch of money and went for it. I mean, that's, sometimes you just got to do it. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Well, thank you. Yeah, I love it. You know, um, Brittany, you've been described as a community organizer or engager. Um, is the zine part of that, or uh, are there other ways that you kind of branch out into that realm? I think the zine is a, a big part of that, um, but I am a big believer that we cannot be truly successful unless we involve everyone. Ah, nice. So everything I do, is, I think, is community-based. Um, I have core, um, I teach art business classes um, through Inner Urban. Inner Urban Art House. Yep. I was on the uh, Roland Park Arts uh, Advisory Committee for about a year and a half, which was very community-based. Um, I helped lead one of the murals there. I just became director of the Women in the Arts Networking Group. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's a huge asset. Tell us about that. What, what is that? Yeah, I want to know about that. Tell me about that. We go throughout Kansas City and the metro area. Uh, we do monthly meetings at galleries or organizations that are women-based, women-owned, women-focused. Um, yeah, we just meet and network, and it's a chance to connect with people and hopefully gain some new opportunities. As soon as it gets warm, you definitely have to host an event on the patio over here. Um, you know our collection is definitely women-centered, and, and we would love to support yep, that. So yep. Collection Elizabeth Oran in the house. There you go. All right. What is it called? What is the organization called again, Brittany? Women in the Arts Networking Group. So ladies out there, if this is you, jump in there and um, support your network so you can grow. Yeah. You know, hey, I know because this is how I find artists through, you know, organizations and people like Brittany, you know, and then communicating you yeah. know i think how you perpetuate community is you gotta live it you know and and you are a prime example of that with your practice i appreciate with it, your Dwight. actions and then what you're doing with core i mean that's a lot that's a devotion to the arts that i can appreciate so um much love to you on that Brittany. you know i'm gonna jump back into core one more time because you've had a couple of good articles on there you know i've read a couple of us like ooh, saucy saucy <laughs> Um, what is it like bringing those conversations to the public? Because sometimes, you know, it's always like, I'm glad she did that. I'm, I'm pretty sure people have probably walked up to you and said that. What is that like? It's, uh, it's a little scary. Um, some mm -hmm. of the articles that we put out are, are loud. Um, they, um, uh, they push people, I think, mm -hmm. but I think it's important conversations that we, that we need to have. I've said it, I mean, a million times. I love this art community. We have a million opportunities, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but we can always do better. Everyone can always do better. And we all need each other to do that. So 
when we're loud about certain things that that we want to see changed, um, people notice. So scary, but it's good. No doubt, no doubt. Well, well, I I definitely notice in every issue. I'm 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 always smiling. You Love know, to ear hear to it. ear because one, again, and I'll just say it. You know, your your you, your covers, the quality of um of your publication the stories you're putting out solid solid art stuff you know I, i'm 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 checking you out right up there with kc studio and the pitch you know i'm like hey, hey let me see. i gotta i gotta grab all three of these when i'm grabbing my arts you know when you you <laughs> run the mics or you run to wherever to get your booze or whatever it is you do boom what do you grab you grab your little stack of, of local reads right and you're always one of those grabs if, if i see your stuff I'm making sure that's on top, and then I grab everybody else. You're really putting your heart in it. That's wonderful. You are. You are. You know, uh, let me ask, along those lines, in this type of a role, you know, you really have a bit of a, a nice overview. What do you think is great about our uh, either the art world in general or locally? And then what do you think are some of the problems with it that really need to change? That's a good question. I really like that question. We have a lot of support and opportunities for emerging artists, which is so wonderful. It's so amazing. Um, I, I've really honestly never seen the amount of opportunities that we have here. Oh, great. Yeah, it, it's, it's wonderful. Um, I think there needs to be more support and opportunities for the, the mid-level artists in the metro area. Ah. And I personally want to see a lot more opportunities or you know just events or anything that that keeps those artists here mm -hmm. I want Kansas City to be one of the places that you think about when you think about artists and collecting work and and famous artists well that is that is that is huge I want Kansas City to be on that list I don't want to lose mid-career artists that are looking for better opportunities and and just leave I, I probably had that conversation about at least twice a week with with, yeah. with somebody when we're talking about the art the arts environment the arts ecosystem here in kansas city is how do we keep them at home yeah how do, how do how do we um you know perpetuate a sense you know globally that this is the place you come to for art you know and and, and that requires maintenance that's a great point that requires a lot of effort on on your scale and i yep. think that when people start, um, you know, really vesting themselves in the community, I think we'll, we, we will, as a community, rise to that. You know, that's just me running my jibs on, on how we rise. But, yeah, you're doing it, and you're speaking it to life. But, you know, continue to elaborate on Regina's question. You know, it's a core question. If you could realize some things in this community, if you said, okay, I give you the Thanos glove, and you say, bam. <laughs> <laughs> what's it gonna <laughs> what's it gonna be when you snap your fingers what would what would we see well one of my my dreams right my one of my big 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 goals um is to do an art fair in kansas city a Boom. big indoor art fair bring collectors here get those you know those big names get our names out there to other cities um speak on it wouldn't that be great yeah i've been talking to people about it for years i'm like it's gonna happen <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, we're I'm planning a, an imaginary budget, right? I'm, I've got it. Um, so so that's something that I'm I'm really concentrating on. So Brittany, that that's an interesting point about how um, 
our city may be more supportive and welcoming of emerging artists than it is of mid-career artists. Perhaps one of your visions for the future is is um, something that would create more support for mid-career artists. And, you know, perhaps uh, National Art Fair here would contribute to that, but I'm sure there are other things, too, that would help. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, honestly, um, what the perfect answer is. Um, yeah. That's just one of those one of those core questions that we have to sit down and think about and work on together. Um, what's it gonna take to help elevate people who are kind of stuck in that mid-career lull to the next level? I mean, and what level do people wanna get to? I think that's an important question too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I wanna shift gears just a little bit. I wanted to talk about the fact that you are so prolific as an artist. I mean, Every time I turn around, you have a new, incredible body of work that you've produced. What kind of discipline is required for that? I mean, I, I know you have a busy life other than art, and how on earth do you do it? Well, when my kids were young, I was determined to not wait until they were older to start my art career. Um, I just said, I'm going to do it. So I got myself used to working around that chaos which is just something that's ingrained in me now. I mean, when you do it enough, it becomes a habit. Yeah. Um, so I just, I started working every day, yeah. every single day from home, uh, you know, in between baby bottles and diapers and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just something that has become habit to me now. And I, it's almost like a relaxing thing that I, that I need, you know, it's like my oh, daily, yeah. like anchor. Yeah. Release. It's great to use your creativity that way. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Brittany's works tend to be extremely expansive. You know, large. At least a lot of the stuff that you've been doing lately. You've been getting real big. I will tell you what my favorite is, what I like What I like about your work. You know, some of my favorite works, and they tend to be your smaller ones, are your oil paintings. Oh, thank you. I don't know what it is. When you grab the brush, it flips a little differently, and you have a, you know, really nice style with the brush. So... When you do one of them giant monsters with the brush, <laughs> let me. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be scouting. I'll be scouting. So All tell right. us what's the difference in the medium for you? Because I know it's like you're two different artists. Like your paintings, really have old school, maybe impressionist vibe. They're really nice, soft, textured. But see, like your charcoal or, or your pencil, I mean, it's, it's like a whole different universe. So what, what, what's up with that? Tell me about that. Yeah, I'm so drawn to so many different styles. Um, that I think the mediums kind of just do their own thing. When when I start something, it just, it does its own thing. Um, but I think a lot of it is um, the pencil kind of ties me back to the, the tattooing. So it's very precise. Mm. It's very um, intricate. And I, you know, I don't do a lot of erasing. I just like let it happen. The same with painting, but painting is such a, freer experience for me I don't feel like those lines don't have to be perfect because in my mind when I'm drawing something it's like oh it's for skin right and you cannot mess up when you're doing tattoos so the pencil is more like a tattoo style and uh, the Mm -hmm. painting is just kind of let it go you know free flow 
That's really interesting. Yeah. That, that is. So you have like a little arsenal there. I would love to see what you do. I mean, technically, you're writing. That's an art. <laughs> you got a couple of different formats. Love to see what you do. I mean, if you ever venture into ceramics or anything Ooh. else, let me know. I'm real curious to see how you let go in, yeah. in, in that realm as well. Sculptural, yeah. Maybe one day. I'm not opposed. Real quick, you know, I try to hit up the artists that have this situation going on in their lives. You know, a working artist with children. You kind of spoke on it a little bit, like how they influenced you, but how do you incorporate children into, you know, just being an artist, you know? It's, uh, it's, it's pure chaos every day. <laughs> it is. You just learn to live with the chaos. That's, that's what you do. And I'm really fortunate to, um, to be involved with Inner Urban Art House. They're so welcoming. You know, I can bring them into the studio with me. The kids. And they have their own shelves with toys and their art supplies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Great. You hear that, Arts Institutions? Kid-friendly environment. There you go. <laughs> that's right. That's a core conversation. Yeah, we need more of that for sure. Boom, for sure. Well, if people want to find out more about you, Brittany, where would they go and what's coming up next for you? I have a website. It's bmnoriega.art. Very apropos. <laughs> My next um, projects are right now I'm building an installation, actually. Ooh. New form, new medium for the Lyric Opera. <gasps> nice. Really? Ooh, tell us about that. What you can tell, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of a project or an event called the Orpheus Affair, and it's a one-night event that uh, partners with the Lyric Opera to promote their upcoming season of operas, and mine is The Shining. Ooh. It's going to be very interesting. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Look at you supporting, <laughs> supporting other arts in the city. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Yeah, and... Um, I have a centerpiece for social justice uh, project coming up with the Inner Urban Art House. Um, and my centerpiece project is for the Her Art, Their Art show. So that's another big one. Um, really honored to do that. Um, I got a one-year residency with them nice. of, in March of last year. So my big project is in March, and it's, it's going to be a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, great. And then also... Another big thing is CORE is having our first group exhibition at Smalter Art. Really? Nice. Smalter Art Gallery. Nice. Lee. Lee in the house. Yeah. What up? Lee. <laughs> Hi, Lee. Um, yeah, we're doing our first group show there. So it's under the guise oh. of CORE. So is it all like artists that you've either interviewed or, or, or what are you just putting on a, on a show and curating a bunch of local artists? What is it? Tell us about that. It will be all artists that I have featured. Mm. So issue one up to probably do the cutoff March of this year. So. Ooh, that's going to be a fire show because y'all, hey, y'all, I'm telling you, if y'all ain't in <laughs> core, you better be at least for this one. Cause, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's going to be hot, hot. It's yeah, going to be just, good. Just, uh, I mean, like I got four episodes and you got some good artists up in <laughs> here. So if it's all eight, I can only imagine Cesar Lopez. You know, Yeah, I just met with Cesar the other day. We got a few guests that we've had. That's so great. Gosh, well, I hope that becomes a regular thing, you know, a yearly thing that you might mm -hmm. do. Yeah. The, the, the core I show. I hope so, too. The core yeah. show at Kansas City. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for joining us, Brittany. It's been a pleasure to talking with you, you know, fellow Rocket Grant recipient, fellow arts 
patroning the community, doing things. It's really nice being able to um, reach out and talk to you and and to share your vision, you know, especially somebody who's doing so many great things in and around the ecosystem. I don't think a lot of people see that. I don't think a lot of people see what, what you are doing and the um, and the gravitas that you have. So um, I, I see you out there, you know, fellow art soldier, and, and I salute you. Keep doing what you do. Love that. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks so much. Thank you both for having me. You bet. Our pleasure. It was awesome. Thanks again for listening to Art Moves, the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform or the website. You can find links for this and the video show at linktree slash artmoves. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash A-R-T-M-O-V-E-S. And thanks. Thanks.